This message comes from NPR sponsor Rosetta Stone, an expert in language learning for 30 years. Right now, NPR listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership to 25 different languages for 50% off. Learn more at rosettastone.com NPR. Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Jack Spear. A multinational operation involving the U.S. and Britain has hit about a dozen targets in Yemen, The strikes against sites used by Iranian-backed Houthi rebels in response to recent attacks against international cargo ships and U.S. warships in the Red Sea. NPR's Tom Bowman says the strikes, including areas north of the capital, Sana, were not a surprise. The Biden administration has been telegraphing possible retaliation against the Iranian-backed Houthi militants for two weeks now, with senior officials constantly saying the Houthis would face consequences if the attacks continued. Just today, There was another Houthi attack, a missile fired into the shipping lanes, but just fell into the water. NPR's Tom Bowman in a statement tonight. President Joe Biden said the strikes with support from other nations, including Australia, Bahrain, Canada, and the Netherlands, were aimed at stopping what the president called reckless attacks against shipping in the region. Former President Donald Trump is again lashing out at the New York Attorney General and the judge overseeing a civil fraud case. NPR's Windsor Johnston reports Trump spoke inside and outside the courtroom as his trial wrapped up today in Manhattan. During the closing arguments, Trump said that his financial statements are perfect and that he's an innocent man. He also called the case against him a witch hunt before the judge cut him off. Outside of the courtroom, the Republican presidential frontrunner accused his rivals of trying to interfere with his re-election campaign. They're set up by Biden. Uh, every single just about case that I'm involved in is set up by Biden. They're doing it for election interference. The civil fraud case brought by the New York Attorney General accuses Trump of defrauding banks and insurance companies by inflating the value of his assets. The judge is expected to make a ruling by the end of the month. Windsor Johnston, NPR News. The high cost of housing was a major driver of inflation last month. But as NPR's Scott Horsley reports, there may be some relief on the horizon. The overall cost of living in December was up 3.4 percent from a year ago. Much of that increase was the result of rising rents. While it takes time to show up in the official government data, rents have begun to level off around the country and are even falling in some places. Bruce McClenney of MRI Apartment Data says Sunbelt cities like Phoenix and Austin have built tens of thousands of new apartments and landlords are hustling to fill those vacant units. We've all gotten a great education, unfortunately, on supply and demand. All of a sudden, we've got more units than we had in a really quick period, and and so the prices are coming down. Over time, that softer rental market should help to put downward pressure on inflation. Scott Horsley, NPR News, Washington. A mixed close on Wall Street today as investors reacted to modestly higher-than-expected inflation numbers. The Dow Jones Industrial Average closed up 15 points to 37,711. The Nasdaq rose a fraction. The S&P 500 dropped three points. This is NPR. An investigation continues into what caused a fuselage door to blow off an in-flight Boeing 737 MAX 9 jet last week, though the focus almost immediately was on the bolts that hold the door on the planes. The FAA says it's now investigating after loose door bolts turned up on a number of other airplanes, flown by both Alaska Airlines, the carrier that experienced the problem, and United. The FAA says its probe will focus on Boeing's manufacturing practices, including production oversight on the aircraft. 
Ukraine's President Volodymyr Zelensky says the support of the war among Russians is not growing. NPR's Polina Litnova reports Zelensky says Russians are finally beginning to feel the consequences of the war and sanctions. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky is starting 2024 with visits to allies in the Baltic states. He visited Lithuania and Estonia and is now in Latvia. Zelensky is asking his European partners to keep helping Ukraine with its defenses and support its integration into the EU and NATO. Answering questions at the press conference in Tallinn, Zelensky said that the ceasefire and pause in the war will only benefit Russia, allowing it to stockpile more weapons for continued fighting. We understand how much they produce today, and we see that they have a big deficit in drones and artillery, Zelensky said. Polina Litvinova, NPR News, Kyiv. Crude oil futures prices moved higher today. Oil was up 65 cents a barrel to end the session at 72.02 a barrel in New York. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News in Washington.